0: Greetings and welcome once again to my podcast called Faith to Live By. I'm your host, Pam Christian, and each week I seek the Lord to help me know what He wants us to understand about current events so we know how to respond as His children to see His kingdom will done on earth as it is in heaven. First thing, I want to simply thank you for allowing me to invest in your life and to fortify your faith. If you listen to this program on a regular basis, it means you trust me, and I want you to know I don't take that lightly. I will always work hard as your Christian advocate. I know my work has value because of the tremendous amount of time, effort, and money my husband and I put into this. Put into you, really. So, if you have been blessed, let me know. It encourages me to continue. And if you benefit from what I bring to you spiritually, I ask you to consider what you might do to support me financially. I am all about helping people discover and live in life-giving truth. Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Is it any wonder, then, the enemy of God has worked so extensively to deceive the masses, to prevent us from discovering and living in life-giving truth, and to experience all the hope truth provides? Today's podcast is all about breaking free from deception. I think by now, the vast majority of people worldwide are awakened to the fact that we've been deceived, lied to, and played, while evil, sinister plans against us are being advanced. Deception in our day is perhaps the greatest it's ever been for the entire population of the planet. Since early 2020, exposing deception and corruption is what God's been all about, to cause his people everywhere to be forced out of the gross deception that's been perpetrated against us. The enemy of God has been advancing his plans, attempting to accelerate God's timeline, to change times and seasons for his own purposes. However, God is and always will be way ahead of the enemy, and God will always prevail. As difficult as these past two years have been, we need to understand God has been slow in revealing corruption to give those who will repent a chance to do so. In this year of 2022, I believe we will see the hand of God move in judgment against the wicked and with reward for the righteous. We will see God move in 2022 like we have never seen, and perhaps unlike the earth has ever seen. These are glorious days for the children of God to be alive on planet Earth. As I've come to understand, essentially all of what we are being told in mainstream media are lies and deception intended to keep us in fear and controlled by those who consider themselves the elite, who seek all authority, power, and wealth. Even this Ukraine-Russia crisis is controlled to prevent us from knowing the dark, sinister truths. The elite either don't believe God exists, or they believe Satan, whom many of them worship, has the ability to protect them from God. Irony of all ironies, that they knowingly cooperate with Satan, deceiving others to gain authority, power, and control, when in reality, they live in far greater deception, under a greater tyrannical control, by Satan that leads to their own demise. This is very much like the story of Queen Esther, which I referenced last week. The story reveals Haman, who was second only to the king, plotted to destroy the Jews and was found out and exposed by Mordecai to Queen Esther, who then made the king aware of Haman's plans and how she herself was Jewish. The king wrote a counter-decree in effort to thwart Haman's plans, allowing the Jews to vigorously defend themselves, and then ordered Haman to be hung on the very gallows he planned to hang Mordecai. There are many in the prophetic circles today who discern the times we're living to be very much like the days of Esther. I agree and emphatically declare we should expect to see God bring the evil the Hamans of our day are perpetrating against us back upon them. I began exploring the Russia-Ukraine crisis with podcast 88 that first posted on March 9, 2022. Then last week with podcast 89, Alex Newman joined us to help us understand more with the first part of my two-part interview with him. Alex Newman is an award-winning international journalist, educator, author, and consultant who seeks to glorify God in all he does. And today we'll continue learning from Alex with part two of my interview with him. If you missed the previous two podcasts, I recommend you listen to them. With last week and this week's podcast, Alex explains about Vladimir Putin and the intricately layered realities behind the Russia-Ukraine crisis the history of the nations, the history of leadership, and the influence of our American government in these nations and specific involvement of individuals. What Alex brings is entirely different from what we are told by the government-controlled mainstream media. And by government, I don't mean the United States government. No, I mean the governments of the world who have aligned with the evil plan for a one-world government. Did you know the plan was to have this one-world order fully in place by 2030? Yeah, According to Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, who is a leading force behind the controlled media narrative, who has been brazen enough to publish his book titled COVID-19, The Great Reset, which explains the plan. However, by not believing God exists, or believing Satan has the ability to overcome God, we who are alive today will see God intervene in our behalf in all his authority, power, and glory. God has been making clear What we are being told by mainstream media about the Russia-Ukraine crisis, about the biolabs, about our economy, and predictions for future pandemics, is not truth. This is why I and others like me are called by God to partner with Him, to expose lies and corruption, and work diligently to present truth. Collectively, we are referred to as alternative media, and collectively, we are recognized as invaluable to God's people. In fact, I've coined the phrase truthers in the trenches to describe this alternative media. And I'm delighted to share with you, I got a call from Clay Clark, founder, along with General Michael Flynn of the Reawaken America Tour, inviting me to be part of the media consortium he and his team are conducting next month. They recognize we are the truthers in the trenches, so they want to invest their experience and wisdom to help us be everything we can be and be financially supported, knowing without financial support, we cannot continue. If you're not familiar with the Reawaken America tour, look in my show notes to visit the website and learn about the upcoming scheduled tour stops. Also, get a copy of the docuseries from Sparrow Productions called The Reawakening. This docuseries captures Clay Clark's Reawaken America campaign tour featuring General Michael Flynn as they are working diligently to wake up the church and for the church to be used by God to save America and influence the world. On the Reawakening website, if you use my unique promo code, which is FTLB, which of course stands for Faith to Live By, you'll get a 10% discount, and you'll be entered for a chance to win two VIP tickets to the Reawaken America Tour and get an exclusive backstage pass to meet General Flynn and other speakers over a $1,000 value. And speaking of giveaways, this episode of Faith to Live by is my 90th episode. That means June 1st, I'll post my 100th episode. This is great cause for celebration. And to make sure you're part of the virtual celebration party, be sure to listen to the next few podcasts to learn how to enter my giveaway celebration. I'll be giving away some of my books, autographed of course, to those who live in the continental United States. Those outside the states will be eligible to win free ebook versions. Be sure to listen each week so you don't miss out on the celebration. Before we continue with my interview with Alex, let me share some of the revealing truths I've discovered recently. And as always, I have source information for my podcast contents in the show notes for all of my claims plus related breaking news, items for additional study, and bonus materials. Did you know, earlier this month, Kira Rudik, a member of the Ukraine parliament, said, and I quote, we know that we not only fight for Ukraine, we fight for this new world order, end quote. That's what she said, and it's caught on tape. While mainstream media and our government insist we believe Ukraine is fighting for its sovereignty, and we should, therefore, support them, Lara Logan, one of the few journalists we can trust, was interviewed recently on Real America's Voice with Ed Henry and Karen Turk. I have a link to the full interview, but I wanted you to hear some of her thoughts on the Russia-Ukraine crisis and some of the background she expressed.
1: But this has not gone as well as Vladimir Putin expected.
2: I don't buy it for a second, Ed, I'll be honest with you. I really mm-hmm. think that um, there's so much misinformation We've never really seen anything like it. I mean, I've been covering wars now for 35 years, and I have never seen people with their nails done in the Ukrainian flag, right? I mean, we're being corralled into this box where we either have to hate Vladimir Putin and believe everything evil that's said about him and love Ukraine, and there's no in-between. And that reminds me a lot of you're either, you know, Um, a white supremacist, or you go with the Democrat narrative on everything under the sun. So um, Vladimir Putin knew exactly what he was doing when he went into Ukraine. The Russian military isn't perfect. They, for example, I've spoken to multiple defense specialists and intelligence specialists from a defense intelligence agency who've studied the Russian military for years. They do have difficulty mounting complex air operations because they do very little um, training hours in comparison to, for example, the United States Um, Air assets, right, our fighter jet pilots, but Russia um, is not struggling. Uh, What Russia has done from the very beginning has been very strategic. They didn't go straight to Kiev. They went to all those uh, bioweapons laboratories that are scattered all over the country. Some of them they built. So they know where they are, mm-hmm. and they've known where they are since the Soviet Union, because under the Defense Threat Reduction Program, um, we went in after the fall of the Soviet Union and supposedly turned those facilities in, from bioweapons labs into public health labs, although um, you know, these days it's hard to believe anything that our leaders tell us because they've lied about COVID, they lied about Russia collusion, they lied about U- the Ukraine impeachment trial, and there's so much more going on in Ukraine that nobody is talking about. You see such dishonesty when it comes to the history of Ukraine. You see dishonesty when it comes to the Azov Battalion, which is funded by the U.S. and NATO. I mean, you can find pictures of them online holding up the NATO flag and the swastika at the same time. Their own emblem mm-hmm. contains the Black Son of the Occult, which was a Nazi SS emblem. And it also contains the sideways, you know, uh, lightning insignia of the SS. I mean, this is on... Throughout the Ukrainian military, you can see that black son of the occult on their um, body armor. Even on the female soldiers who are paraded in front of the world as being you know, such an example of Ukraine's um, independence and spirit and nobility. Even they are wearing the black sun of the occult. The White House wants you to believe, well, this doesn't matter. It's just a small number of troops. It's not true. The Azov Battalion has been murdering its way through eastern Ukraine. Yeah. We don't want to admit this. This was why... Crimea voted in for independence.
0: With her 35 years' experience in the news media, in her own words, you heard her say, I'm not buying any of it. She's not buying any of the contrived narrative from government controlled mainstream media. Her knowledge of the intricate and interwoven history is invaluable for us to get to the bottom to find the truth. I'll share more of this interview in the next week's podcast when I plan on highlighting the United States' involvement in this crisis and the effort for a one-world order, which includes the Bidens, Clintons, Obama, Soros, and others. I believe the many crises we've suffered since early 2020 have been designed by the proponents of one-world government to incrementally or regionally, as Alex stated last week, acquire nations to take over the government's to control the people and keep them in fear and compliant. They manufacture one crisis after another. It's part of the overall plan, the demoralizing aspect of the four-step plan. I shared about the four-step plan right out of the communist playbook to overcome a nation in my podcast, number 44, titled Prophetic Preparations. It first posted on May 5th, 2021. If you haven't heard that one, you should. It will help you see what's actually been going on with this one-world government takeover. Their efforts have been an open secret that global governing institutions have been working to achieve their goals for a long time. Media have been bought by the elites, so the narrative they spew brainwashes the masses. Media hypes the death tolls of COVID to bring fear so they can administer their untested so-called vaccines, which have caused tremendous adverse reactions, including death, that the CDC, the WHO, and the news media don't report. And now we're learning the jabs are intended to be DNA-altering injections and tracking devices. Last fall, during a press conference, Australian Public Health Chief Dr. Carrie Chang said, COVID tracking is part of the New World Order. She said, and I quote, We will be looking at what contact tracking looks like in the New World Order. Yes, it will be pubs and clubs and other things if we have a positive COVID case there. End quote. And she's not the only one talking about under-the-skin tracking devices. I have links for you to learn more in the show notes. And let's not be naive thinking tracking will only apply to COVID management. The plans to track and control people are much more sinister than that. I've talked about the hybrid of humans with artificial intelligence before, and I will likely talk about it again. While wildly highlighting some world events, government-controlled media have failed to spotlight a series of recent crises that were provided only limp attention. The annexation of Crimea, the return of the Taliban to power in Afghanistan, popular uprising in Kazakhstan, coup d'etat in Myanmar, and now the most drastic of all, invasion of Ukraine. Not to mention China's role in helping to establish a one-world order. Another matter the news has failed to properly report on is the fact that Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, and Johnson & Johnson are official partners of the World Economic Forum. Then there's the recent Iran missile attack near the U.S. consulate in Iraq. You probably didn't hear anything about that. Well, now let's hear more from Alex Newman about Vladimir Putin and the history of the countries.
1: Uh, What you see is that everything Putin is doing, it, it seems calculated to advance the cause of globalism. So Putin invaded Ukraine. What happened right away? The European Union suddenly got renewed credibility. Ukraine automatically applied for membership. The EU said, hey, we should let the Ukrainians in immediately. Uh, they can't afford to have an independent, sovereign nation uh, between Putin's Eurasian Union that he's building and the European Union. They've got to get everybody on one side or the other. And this actually, Pam, goes along perfectly with the strategy that Henry Kissinger himself outlined for world order. Uh, he wrote a book called World Order, and he just you – know, th- these people know that your average American doesn't read, and so they don't, they don't mind publishing all the secrets about what they're up to. And he explains in very plain English the way that they're going to pursue this one world order. Uh, I'm almost quoting verbatim. I don't have the quote in front of me. I'm reciting it from memory, but it's almost verbatim. It says the contemporary quest for world order uh, involves first dividing the world up into regional orders and then merging those regional orders together. Well, that is exactly what we're seeing happen right now. Putin is fiendishly and has been fiendishly for many years, uh, taking the former Soviet bloc and building what he calls the Eurasian Union. Um, it's it's actually modeled on the template that was used for the European Union. Uh, same type of institutions, same type of policies, same types of rationalizations and justifications. And Putin has said publicly on multiple occasions that he actually wants to eventually merge the Eurasian Union with the European Union and create a free trade area from Lisbon all the way to Vladivostok in eastern Russia. So I think that is what he's doing. And there's one more factor that I think plays right into this. Now, um, one of the most important defectors to ever uh, come out of the Soviet Union, Uh, he was in Department D of the KGB. That was the disinformation department. His name was Anatoly Golitsyn. And uh, he came over here. And he told the CIA and the FBI what he knew, that the Soviets were planning long-range deception. And he actually made a series of about 205 very specific predictions about what was going to happen. Uh, the CIA and the FBI said, nah, this guy doesn't know what he was talking about. So just you know, cut him loose, let him be. He, he ended up putting his um, what he told the CIA and the FBI into two books. And I highly recommend them, uh, New Lies for Old and the Perestroika Deception. And in these books, he actually gives a series, like I said, of 205 predictions of those 205 over 200 have now come through to the T. Uh he warned that there was going to be a fake collapse of communism in the Soviet Union but that the communists were going to maintain power and Putin himself is a perfect example of that, right? Putin is literally the guy who ran the successor agency of the KGB, the FSB. He was a senior official in the KGB. Um he is like two peas in a pod with all the leaders of the communist movement including Alexander Dugin who's uh, uh basically his um you know, his brain, as they call, him. they call Putin's brain. His final prediction in these books, Anatoly Golitsyn, to give some specifics on how accurate he has been, he even warned of fake anti-communist movements that were going to pop up in Eastern Europe that were going to supposedly overthrow communism. He even named the names of the people who were going to lead the phony anti-communist revolutions. One of the names he named was Lech Wałęsa in Poland. And some people out there are thinking, oh my goodness, Lech Wałęsa, he's an anti-communist here. No, he's not. Uh, Anatoly Golitsyn told us he was on the communist payroll. He was working for the KGB. And of course, in the history books, he is known as the anti-communist hero who saved Poland from communist tyranny. Well, it turns out now we have the Soviet archives have been opened up. We know that he was on the payroll of the KGB the entire time. His code name was Bolet. And anybody who had read Anatoly Golitsyn's books would have already known that. So Golichen made uh, the final prediction he said at the end of all this after the phony collapse of communism in Eastern Europe the phony collapse of the Soviet Union with the communists maintaining control he said there would be what he described as a second October revolution where the communists uh, in Russia the communist movement in Russia and the communist dictatorship in China would team up together to to have this global upheaval that would result in a global communist totalitarian state and on the surface of things, you think, well, why would the Western elites, why would the deep state here in the West, why would the Kissingers and the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds and the Soroses and the Bill Gateses of the world want something like that? Uh, And the answer is very simple, for the same reason that they funded the Bolshevik Revolution in 1917. Uh, I've got a book behind me by uh, one of America's most important historians, uh, Anthony Sutton of Stanford University, called Wall Street and the Bolshevik Revolution. And what he shows is that the big bankers on Wall Street funded the Bolshevik Revolution. We know it was the big quote-unquote, capitalists here in America who funded uh, the the revolution in China. Members of the CFR helped Mao take over China. Then the Rockefellers and the Kissingers, etc., built communist China into a global superpower by hollowing out our manufacturing base, shipping it all over to China. So it's all part of this design. And I, I think once you know all of these facts about Putin, you see where he fits into this picture. They always have to have a boogeyman. Uh, they always have to have a conflict, and they need to control both sides of the conflict, because if they don't, uh, it's possible that they could end up on the losing side of that conflict. And so I think that's what's going on with Putin. I don't think his generals know that. I don't think um, most Russians or most Ukrainians understand that. But I think at the highest levels, you see Putin was a young global leader for the World Economic Forum. Putin's head of his central bank is still on the board of trustees of the World Economic Forum. I mean, these people are all laughing behind the scenes at us, the suckers, who are lining up either behind Putin or behind the Ukrainian government. Um, they're laughing all the way to the bank.
0: Yeah, and that's what I was seeing. That's part of why I wanted to have you on. I had cautioned people through my social media not to take sides in what's going on, confident that we're not getting the truth from mainstream media. One of the objectives of my podcast is to help bring truth so that we, as God's people, know how to respond. And it's still, with everything you shared, bringing us more truth. It's still a very frightening reality. What would you like to say to my listeners given, I really want to have us respond the way God wants us to, so we see Christ's victory at work.
1: Yeah, amen. I I couldn't agree with you more, Pam. And I think um, in conflicts like this, you know, I I got an email from a Christian, and he had a a really interesting verse that he applied to this conflict, and it just stuck with me. When Jesus said, uh, you know, let the dead bury their dead. You know, it's it's a different context, but I think it's, it's the same idea. You know, don't get too wrapped up in the concerns of the world. Um, you know, we're not going to solve all the geo- geopolitical problems. We're waiting for the return of our king. And our king is going to absolutely smash all of the powers and the principalities and the evil dictators and all the kingdoms. Uh, and he's going to rule this planet with a rod of iron. So we need to be looking forward to that. Now, does that mean we shouldn't be involved in politics or in media or in culture? Absolutely not. That's not what I'm suggesting at all. Uh, Christ told us that everything you do, do it as unto the Lord, whether you're eating or drinking or working as a journalist or working as a teacher or, you know, uh, doing plumbing or you know cooking uh, as a chef, whatever you're doing, do it as unto the Lord. So if you're a Christian and you're working in government, uh, bring biblical values into that work. But when you have these wars and these rumors of wars, when you realize that both sides are actually serving the interests of the enemy, of the powers and the principalities, of the rulers of the darkness of this world. Um, we don't want to line up behind either of them. We don't wanna send our kids to die in some conflict for uh diabolical objectives. And so I think our, our our proper response as Christians is to say, look, even beyond all this war stuff, people are going to hell for eternity. And 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 Christ offers you a solution to that. So hear the gospel, repent of your sins, and trust in God, and Christ makes a way for you to be reconciled with the Father so that you can live eternally with Christ. And Uh, I think that's that needs to be our attitude uh, with this conflict and and with so much of, of the other stuff that's going on.
0: I agree with you completely. And I think it's important that each of us really step up to the Great Commission to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, to walk in the authority and power we have as Christians. We are very weak in that area. And I think this is something that God's calling his church up to do. Well, I want to thank you once again, Alex, so very much. I'd love to have you back. You are really my go-to guy when it comes to making sense of all this craziness.
1: <laughs> well, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that, Pam. I'm, I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much. Uh, delighted to come back on whenever you need me. And uh, again, thank you for, for the opportunity to speak out on these things. I hope it's been um, informative for people and I hope it's been encouraging for people. You know, God tells us to fear not. So, you know, they're threatening us with nuclear war and $18 a gallon gasoline and all the rest of it. But guess what? Our God is sovereign. Our God is in charge. Our God's got it all under control. And if he feeds the sparrows, he'll feed us. You know, don't worry yourself about it. In fact, God says 365 times, fear not. Uh, If you want to know how God feels about fear, go to the book of Numbers, right? Um, He he gets so upset with his people that they're scared of these giants that uh, he's almost ready to destroy them. So we need to be encouraged. We need to be bold. Uh, We need to be thankful. And, um, you know, it doesn't mean we need to be ignorant of the enemy's devices. In fact, Paul tells us, you know, you, you need to understand these things, but uh we don't want to we don't want to be suckers and, and get trapped into uh their agendas. So uh, thank you so much for having me, Pam. I really appreciate it. And I'll look forward to, to chatting with you again soon.
0: Oh, thank you, Alex. Hearing the many opinions and considerations people have about this Russian-Ukraine crisis, I have had a serious check in my spirit that we're still missing a proper understanding of truth. Certainly, Alex has helped us understand that any belief that Vladimir Putin is a good guy, maybe not a white hat, but a gray hat, is naive in light of his lifelong communist ideology. Additionally, people thinking Ukraine is the innocent party who should be supported by us are also incorrect. I'm very concerned for people and corporations who have provided financial aid to the corrupt Ukraine government, known for brutalizing and killing their own citizens. The truth will set us free, but there's much more truth to be revealed. Oliver Stone is helping to reveal truth. He has produced a documentary worth watching called Ukraine on Fire. A link to the trailer is in the show notes. And if you'd like more commentary about the World Economic Forum and the United Nations being the greatest enforcers to establish one world government, be sure to use the links in the show notes. Then we have to wonder why Biden is seeking additional funds to support Ukraine. He recently sought $10 billion more of our taxpayer dollars for Ukraine after spending $1.4 billion. You know the saying, follow the money. So what will God reveal next? Amid all the evil corruption and destruction, God has been exceedingly gracious, giving people ample opportunity to wake up. We're living in a time where God is forcing the hand of all to choose who they want to be affiliated with. In reality, there are only two choices, good or evil, God or Satan. And knowing that we as his children are witnessing so much, God has also been exceedingly gracious with his prophetic words. Have you noticed how God has been lavishing us with prophetic words? He wants us to know what is coming so we won't give in to fear or hopelessness. We have been receiving a greater intensity of prophetic words that are more frequent and with less time from being spoken to being fulfilled. As the enemy accelerates his efforts, God is accelerating his own. Amanda Grace recently shared prophetic words from 2020 and 2021 that appear to be coming to pass now regarding India, Russia, and the nations, exposure of the enemy's plans, and the importance of trusting God over the media, and much more in her interview on Elijah Streams. God also gave Amanda a word on February 18, 2022, at the Reawaken America Conference, which stated, and I quote, I am the God of justice, I am the God of righteousness, and I am the God that in this hour shall shake what people think is unshakable. I shall take down leaders that people think are safe. I shall cause leaders to tumble and fall upon their own words and their own laws. Their own laws, in this hour of their own making, shall do them in. Their own laws, They wove in wickedness and in greed and in mammon, says the Lord thy God this day. And I, the Lord thy God, am taking the sword of the Spirit, the word of God, which is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart, and I'm striking that web, and I'm striking what they have woven, and you shall see, says the Lord thy God this day, you shall see the first major strike come in the month of April, you shall see another soon to follow after that. The Lord thy God says this day, I am raising up opposition in their own party to oppose them in their own party. Their own making, their own monster, I am raising up in this hour to oppose them. And there shall be very public squabbles, not only within parties here, but around the world, says the Lord thy God. She goes on to mention specific nations and more. You'll want to read the entire prophecy, so be sure to use the link in the show notes. Julie Green, another prophet has given many prophetic words about slips of the tongue that will be done on camera that cannot be taken back and about various destructive signs and wonders God reveals will happen to inform us in advance so we will not be overcome by fear and dread when he acts. Witnessing God's judgment against people bent on evil will be exceedingly difficult, but we must understand the things we are soon to see are evidence of Almighty God protecting his people all around the world. On March 19, 2022, Julie shared a word from God called Days of Judgment Destroying the Works of Darkness. In it, God said, I'm encouraging my children with this word because there is so much uncertainty, fear, and confusion. My word is truth and will set you free from anything in the world trying to hold you in bondage. They want to cause mass chaos on a scale never seen before. This will not happen. Neither genocide or depopulation will happen national shutdowns will not occur again. End quote. Be sure to hear the entire prophecy. The links in the show notes. Julie has received prophecies in a rapid pace. Another very recent one you'll want to watch is called The Urgency of This Hour. The links in the show notes. And time and time again through Julie, God has said as a warning to us for us to understand things are not what they seem. On March 18, 2022, Prophet Barry Wunsch on the Elijah streams, prophetically speaking for God, clearly said, things are not as they appear. And Robin D. Bullock on the 11th hour from March 15, 2022, also prophetically cautioned us not to believe the news narrative. Now, I know when we see images of people under attack or images of shelters where parents were trying to protect their children bombed and more, it's exceedingly difficult The devastation and destruction and the great harm, losses, and death people are suffering, are overwhelming. But we have to understand, COVID-19 was contrived. The destruction of our economy is contrived. And this war is a contrived event to keep us deceived and controlled by the elite's wicked plans. I've shared three different prophets who all have had the same word from God instructing us not to be deceived, not to take things we see or hear at face value. When God repeats himself, it's because we need the repetition to be convinced. So let us not make conclusions of anything we see or hear from any source without taking it to the Lord for understanding. And while I know this podcast will go a little bit long, I couldn't leave this out. Robin Bullock, speaking in code so YouTube would not penalize him, said in a recent service, Sometimes rulers need a devil to make everybody look at a devil. When they are the devil, pointing out another devil. When that happens, the whole world is staring at a devil, and yet they are the devils that are doing it. They corner someone and make them move around as if by a hook. I want to caution everyone watching. Don't let these wicked leaders turn you against one another. There are only two races, those who know God and those who don't know God. There is only good and evil. Don't let these wicked leaders do a Hollywood war show. To make it believable, reality is brought in and people really die. The same way sickness can be propagated and real people die to bring reality to it. That's evil. God's people in Ukraine don't get turned against God's people in Russia. And God's people in Russia don't get turned against God's people in America. And God's people in America don't turn against God's people in Canada. Don't let the nations pit you against each other just so they can worship the devil and do everything they want to do and live the most ungodly, immoral existence a man could live. Don't let them do you this way. You are covenant people. We are family in the blood of Jesus. Look through it and see what's happening. For soon the whole world will see what is happening. End quote. Robin also prophetically shared that the jackals trying to destroy the churches and the body of Christ will be exposed, and the bioweapons they plan to use on us will come upon them instead. In other words, the Hamans of our day will experience the destruction they planned for us come back upon them. I encourage you to listen to Robin's broadcast. He's a unique man of God, talented and moved with music, which is interplayed with his preaching and prophetic words. I have a link for you in the show notes. I sincerely hope today's podcast has helped you make more sense out of the chaos that's going on all over this world, and that it has also brought you increased confidence in God. Now that we've considered Russia and Ukraine next week, I plan to explore the crisis and the role the United States has had with biolabs, money laundering, sex trafficking, and the one world order. In addition to this podcast, my ministry work includes my multi-award winning Faith to Live by Book series. There are six books in the series so far. Check them out. You never know. You could be one of the winners in my celebration contest, and you'll want to be sure to tell me which book you want. You can find them on my website. And don't forget to check out my new dedicated podcast listeners page, Beyond the Podcast. Here's where you can let me know about you. I've created an easy-to-complete form for you to use. The more I know about you and your needs, the better I can serve you. There's a link to the page directly in the show notes. You know, ministry is what I do full-time, so if you've benefited from what I've shared today, I ask you to show your support in whatever way you can. It's my prayer that you, my listeners, will become my supporters of this ministry. Donations are certainly accepted, but they are not tax-deductible. So to express my appreciation of any gift of $25 or more, I'll send you one of my books, autographed and personalized just for you. And when you purchase through my web store, be sure to use the promo code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. You can make your $25 donation at checkout too. My award-winning blog is an extension of my podcast. I don't duplicate content from my podcast on my blog. Rather, my blog is an extension of my podcast where I expound further on the topics. Be sure to take advantage of the free resources and bonus items listed on the show notes and on my website, faithtoliveby.com. From there, you can also subscribe to my complimentary bi-monthly e-newsletter. As a new subscriber, you can choose one of three gifts that I offer you in appreciation for your subscription. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel, and it also helps people know how to best apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember, Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him.